This podcast is made possible by BetterHelp. Are you having trouble with your life? Is the stress of shopping for the holidays a bit much right now? How about the all-consuming dread of family coming over for Christmas? Well, you ain't alone. Better Elf is here to help you become the elf you were always meant to be. You can speak to a licensed therapist at a time that's convenient for you. They're around when you're sleeping and even when you're awake. Every single day, even on Christmas. Ain't that a gift? And right now, for listeners of this podcast, you can get 12% off of Better Elf. So why wait? Have high elf esteem and discover the best version of yourself with Better Elf. Advertising the satire and better health is not a real product. If you need mental health services, reach out to a licensed professional or call 1-800-662-HELP. This program contains talk about criminal activity and may paint a not-so-flattering picture of some of your childhood heroes. It even includes a few cuss words and may not be appropriate for your youngins. So, you might want to earmuff them or send them outside to play. Thanks for listening. The following is a collect call from a person presumed nice until proven naughty. Santa Claus. An inmate at the Brevin County Correctional Facility. Yep, you heard that right. Santa Claus. My name's Richie Buck. I'm a former pest control technician, carpenter, and sometimes wise man in my church Christmas program. As for my current situation, I'm an investipodster. And the jolly man you just heard on that recording? Well, last year he got locked up. This year, he's gone and busted out of jail. And guess who's going to drag him back to face the Christmas music? You can thank me later. This is season two of Santa May Be a Criminal, an ongoing Yuletide investigation. You got anything else other than cookies and milk? And you have something like bangers and mash. And this is the seventh day of Christmas. Keeping up with the Cardelphians. Overnight, I received a letter under my door. It said that Ellie was unavailable to be my guide this morning, but it reminded me that it wasn't safe for me to be without one. She said she'd arranged for hope and faith to lend a hand. Great. You remember them, right? Well, look who finally decided to grace us with this f***ing presence. You even own a f***ing watch? How about now? Well, good morning to you, too. If there's one thing I've learned throughout this investigation, the way to get results is knowing how to talk to people and elves in a way they'll understand. That's how you'll get what you need. I didn't hear my alarm. The two of you can relate, right? Holy stick, Richie Buck. We live on timeliness and expediency here at the NOPO, and you're, you're just, I'll just saunter around and take my time like no one else has anything to do. I'm from the South. I'm slower than syrup dripping down a pine tree. It's not that way at all. It's just cold. My blankets were so warm. No excuse, Ricky Buck. Now. Hope and Faith hold out their hands. What? What the f*** do you mean? What? Oh, right. I take off my gloves and give each of them a high five. Let's do this. What a f*** 
fucking idiot. Can you literally be this stupid? I guess the look on my face was sort of a confirmation. Am I missing something? Elf tokens! You said you were gonna get some. Because you left us high and fucking dry the other day. Oh. Shit. Uh, is there an LTM on the way? Santa Claus. I promise I'm good for it. The two elves start away, and I finally reach my breaking point. Now you fucking wait just a damn minute. They stop in their tracks. You come back here right now. I have a job to do, and I'm gonna fucking do it. Oh, hello, Richie Buck. Where do you want to go, sweetie? Your wishes are command. Like I said, the way to get results is you have to know how to talk to people and elves in a way they'll understand. Come on. Hop in. Want a candy cane? I hop into the sleigh with the two. Where are we going? To the f***ing statue. Okay, easy. We get it. You don't have to swear so much. Me. Always a step too far. Sorry. <laughs> We're just f***ing with you. And we f***ing love it. <laughs> Ricky Buck? We glide through the gloominess of the North Pole. I see elves stumbling out of bars, blind, drunk. I see others canoodling in the shadows. Have you seen what they did to Santa's statue? What, that they just pulled it down like he was Saddam Hussein or something? Yeah, that was up. So, tell me the truth. Do most elves really hate Santa? No. Most elves hate the government. Yeah, you might work hard at the workshop, but you make a good living. And what do the two of you think about where he is? Where did you run to? I can tell you what I think. I think he went to the South Pole. Why's that? Fuck, think about it, man. He's used to the climate. Not a lot of people around. It'd be easy for him to rebuild. This is an intriguing option, and one I hadn't thought about before. It has largely the same infrastructure, plus PP's trying to outsource the workshop down south. It could make sense. Could also be a conspiracy. Hope, what do you think? Milwaukee. Wisconsin? Why? Same sort of reason. Sort of looks like this place, except it has more daylight. Whoa. The statue of PP Patnod looks stark in the spotlight. Tall, like way tall. He must have a bit of a complex also. I think he had the sculpture make him thinner. No shit, Chef Lock. We also downplayed those hideous f***ing sideburns. I look over at the topple statue next to PP. The statue of the elf who used to be my idol. Who used to be my friend. The blanket's been pulled back and I can see his round, bulbous face. Though stone gray, I swear his cheeks are blushing. Wait, is that... Oh... He's not blushing. That's graffiti. Red and green paint streaks that do a good job of disguising even the faintest hint of a smile. I pat Santa on his tummy. Why haven't they moved him yet? PP power play. This is depressing. My, how the mighty have fallen. Word is, PP is gonna leave him here for 12 days. Allow elves to pay their respects. Yeah, or their disrespects. I touch the graffiti on his nose. It's been painted red also. Surely a Rudolph sympathizer. I'm telling you, I don't think there are many elves doing that to Santa. It's the administration. False flag. So what then, after 12 days? Where will they move it? Probably drop it in the center of Lake Nog. Lake Nog? That's where unwanted elves disappear. It's kind of like the Blanville is for toys, only it's made of slushy. 
is someone else here? The light from a flashlight roams across us, blinding me. In the halo of fire, I'm able to see an elf approaching. You mind? Light's kind of bright. Sorry. Richie Buck. Cam? Cam D. Kane? Welcome back. I gotta be honest with you. I didn't think we'd see you back here. I take you haven't listened to my podcast. What's a podcast? Um... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Listen, heck no. I've been busy. Like Karen? Karen who? Karen f***ing Claus. All right, Hope and Faith. It was a joke, all right? Wasn't f***ing funny. Richie, can you and I have a word? Alone. What? Don't trust us with classified information? We're like f***ing Fort Knox. Yeah, we have so many f***ing secrets behind these zipped lips. Richie. Excuse us, girls. Why should we? I hate to do this. Because I said so. Yes, sir. Whatever you say. Kim and I make our way several paces away from hope and faith. Well, if you haven't listened to my podcast, how did you know I was back in town? I didn't see you at the decree, uh, special thingy. Karen tell you? No. We keep business strictly business. And pleasure? Strictly pleasure. Like this one time she got on a swing and... You can stop right there. I think we got it. Don't elaborate. Please. Girls, scram. This time, we make sure we're far enough away so they can't hear. They're a handful, aren't they? I've got my work cut out on bleeping this episode, that's for sure. So anyhow, how did you know I was here? We've actually had eyes on you since Helsinki. You realize you didn't arrive alone, right? Sure I did. No, you were followed. Followed? I think back through my time here, and one situation strikes me. Sunglasses guy? At the bar? When I was speaking at the hotel bar with Ethan and Everly, undercover FBI agents from the SOPO, they pointed out a man in sunglasses in the corner of the room who seemed to be watching me. There was a girl. You didn't see her? What girl? You'd never make it at the academy. You've got to use both your eyes and both your ears. As he says this, he wiggles both of his ears. Who are they? That's the problem. We don't know. They're not in our database. All I can tell you is they were tracking you the whole time you've been here. Followed your every move until... Until... what? Until this morning when they packed up and left. Any idea where they went? No, but it's clear someone is interested in you. That comment makes me think of Myra and how I wish we were having tacos right now, even if it's not Tuesday. Then... As if Cam could read my mind. Come on, let's grab some grub. I'm starving. What about Hope and Faith? Yeah, what about us? The two of them had been inching up the whole time. We're hungry. Hungry enough to go to the Whistle House? no. We're not even f***ing around in there anymore. I know. Thank you for your service. And then Cam flips each of them an elf token. They look at me, and I pull my empty pockets out. Sorry, I promise I'll... See ya! Loser. Bring elf tokens next time. Cam helps me up and dusts the sludgy snow from my coat. Come on, that pole hog bacon ain't gonna eat itself. Nope, that pole hog bacon won't. We're in the whistle house, a greasy spoon of a place, the awning, the sign. Everything is a bright green. Sort of looks like the bacon shack back home, except it's a little tighter for me. 
cam leaves me hunched over a few feet to their expansion area. It's clear this add-on is new and is for people my size. I boost cam onto the seat across from me and we sit down. I take a gander at the menu a moment as two L's bring over what I think is coffee and an additional booster seat for cam. You really need that? It's either this or I'm on your knee. Santa dot 2.0. I don't protest the booster. We look at the menus then. You like mistletoe macchiato? Never had it. Just leave the pot. The elves do, then they walk back toward the griddle. What's good? I always get two turtle dove eggs over easy. A stack of whole bacon and some whistles with syrup. You mean waffles? No, Richie. I don't. Bring my regular for both of us. Two for him. Ah, make it three. The grizzled elf working the griddle lifts a spatula in sort of an odd salute, then barks orders at the other cooks around him. He pours us both a cup of mistletoe macchiato, his in a tiny cup, mine in a regular-sized one. So, you can come clean to me. Where is he? We're talking about Santa, right? Cam takes a sip of the mistletoe macchiato and glares at me. No, we're talking about Richard Simmons. Of course we're talking about Santa. If I knew that, I wouldn't be here. You don't have any intel? I thought the FBI can see anyone when they're sleeping and when they're awake. Doesn't work on him. He built the system. He wrote the code. The protocol, the code. Why do I feel like I'm in some sort of video game or the Matrix? Suddenly, I hear the sounds of numerous feet approaching, and in their normal, faster-than-usual fashion, the meals are placed right in front of us. The elves set down what looks sort of like a normal breakfast, except the waffles or pancakes have little holes scattered throughout them and are whistling up at us. Guess that's why they call them whistles. That was quick. Elves do a couple of things really well. Efficiency. Efficiency and... Ending up on the naughty list. Hi, I'm Alexa Doubt with The Porchlight Project, a new nonprofit dedicated to funding DNA testing and genetic genealogy for cold cases in the state of Ohio. For our first case, we assisted the Cuyahoga Falls Police Department funding new DNA tests on evidence from the 1987 unsolved murder of 17-year-old Barbara Blatnick. That information was given to expert genealogists who traced the genetic markers to a man named James Zastonic, who was arrested in May of 2020 and charged with Barb's murder. Our goal at the Porchlight Project is to entirely fund three to four cold case investigations every year. Each new case costs about $6,000 to complete, which is a small price to pay for closure. The Porchlight Project relies on generous donations from the public. Even $5 can help us solve a murder. For more information on how to help, please visit porchlightonline.org. After Cam D. Kane got me fat and happy on pole, bacon, turtle dove eggs, whistles, and five golden onion rings, he led me through a dark alley to a place lit by a neon sign that looked to me like a red jalapeno pepper. Nah, red cigar, my friend. Want some elfin tobacco? Shouldn't you avoid that? Says who? I'm the head of the elf B.I. Isn't it a little early to go clubbing? Come on, my boy. Live a little. We enter, and Cam waves at the bartender. This is where they came. Who? The Cardelphians. Why do we care about them? I'd seen some of their shows. To be honest, I wasn't a fan. They're starting a podcast. God, another one? 
And they claim to know where Santa's hiding. How the hell would they know that? No clue. I just need you to find out before they do. Why? Get down at the sports book. He leads me into a back private room. At first, I think the walls are all mirrored. But I realize after my eyes adjust, they're covered in tinsel. Welcome to private room. Have a seat. I sit down in a chair when immediately something drops down and dangles in front of me. The strobing lights and loud music make it hard to focus, but after a moment, I'm able to secure the swinging thing. When it stops thrashing about, I'm able to see it's a long string of blinking white lights suspended from the ceiling with a bunch of mistletoe dangling at the end. It appears this contraption is designed to fall strategically over a very <clears throat> private area to a place where someone who followed mistletoe rules would be compelled to kiss my... Peter! What's going on? At that moment, the door swings open and in walks an elf made of nothing but muscles. He chats with Cam while I try to figure out what to do with the dangling mistletoe situation. Cam D. King, head of the elf B.I. I didn't realize they let the short arm of the law in here. Times are tough. Guess they figure my tokens will spend as good as any other elves. The muscly elf trains his eyes on me. I must look quite the mess. I've taken this swinging strand of lights and mistletoe and wrapped it around my neck, you know, so it wouldn't hang over my crotch. After all, I don't want someone coming in and taking pictures to send to Myra. What's this jackass's problem? Oh, that guy. He's got a podcast. That's why he's got a strand of lights around his neck and mistletoe in his hair? If he only knew. I'm Peter. I'm Richie Buck. Snitchy fuck. No, Richie Buck. The music is thumping in this place, and apparently no matter how big their ears are, elf ears are just as club deaf as mine. Whatever. I'll just call you podcast man. You want a drink? Whatever you're having. You sure about that? I give two thumbs up. All right, make it three. Peter moves to the door, and two attractive blonde elves enter. I'm leaving you in capable hands. Camdy, Kane, and Snitchy Fuck. Cam, what's up? Kelly, Kelly, what are you up to? I don't know, three, two, three, three. And she's the tall one. Where's Kelly? At home with the little one. You know she just had the new elflet. They both turn their attention to me. Who's the spaz? Callie's eyes are glued to me. I guess I'm the spaz. I'm Richie. I stand, but I'm so tangled in lights and mistletoe, I resort to an awkward wave and sit back down. I look at Cam. Why in the hell did he bring me here? You look like you're wondering why I brought you here. Yeah. Well, tell Richie here about your podcast. That's right. It's called... The Hunt for Red December. Wait, what? The Hunt for Red December. Subtitle, The International Manhunt for Santa Claus. We're going to hunt the Claus down and bring him back to the North Pole. The Claus. There's only one other elf I know that refers to Santa that way. Todd O'Tannenbaum, a.k.a. The Toddfather. We're bringing him home to face the Jingle Bell Judge and Jury. I glance at Cam. He's pulled out a candy cane striped pipe and is puffing deeply. He looks amused. What? I thought you could all share notes. You son of a... We love your podcast. It's our favorite. But you realize I'm trying to hunt down Santa too, right? Yeah, it'll be like a race. A boring race because we're going to find him long before you do. That's not nice. 
She opens her purse, exposing several lumps of coal. I've earned it, baby cakes. Besides, we do have unlimited resources and superior wits. I can't believe it. Cam D. Kane set me up to embarrass me. Drinks are here. At that moment, Peter returns with a tray of drinks. He gives two pretty ones to Kelly and Callie and hands the others to us. Mine is, of course, in a bigger glass. Inside is a milky mixture with dark flecks, and on top of the liquid, there's a small, somehow, roaring flame. What is this? Called One Coal Heart. Yeah, I've got real fucks of coal on top. Is it even safe to drink? Don't be a wimp, Richie Buck. Prove yourself. Shot. 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 Here goes nothing. The three of us turn the glasses up, swallowing the fiery drinks. <sighs> but instantly I feel revived. I look at the light strand around my neck and I yank it from the ceiling. I untangle myself and look dead at Kelly and Callie. So you're hunting Santa Claus, huh? Yep. We've talked to witnesses around the world who claim they've seen him. Including a one lady in Denver who said she found him rummaging through her pantry. And when she said something, he rushed back to the chimney and disappeared. And a kid in Brooklyn who swears he was homeless on a street corner holding a sign that read, Will work for cookies. There is a lady in town who claims she found him taking crystals from her mantle and replacing them with coal. And dozens more. Damn. These two elves have done a lot of work. Want to know what I know? Do we ever hit us with it, baby? All right. I've narrowed him down to between two latitudes. Weird. We've narrowed him down between two longitudes. Really? Which ones? Who knew? That was actually kind of keeping up with Cardell fans. Between 110 degrees west. There's an easy rapper joke here, but I'll spare you. And 80 degrees west. There, too. How sure are you? I bet every book in my library. And every dress in my closet. And every purse on my shelf. And every gem in my jewelry box. And every show that I'm in. And every... Okay, okay, I, I think we got it, ladies. Thank you for your help. So, we gave you a little something. Yep, Buck. Cough it up. I look down into my glass, a small flame still flickering in the bottom. I turn it up once more and eat the fire. At least that's my version of it. <coughs> it's, been a <coughs> it's been a real pleasure. Wait, what are the latitudes? Between negative 90 and 90. Hey, that's not fair. We gave you some info. Good info. All's fair in love and podcasting. I walk past Cam D. Kane. He almost looks proud of me. He winks as I exit into the cold air. I'm not sure what time it is, but it can't be late. Even still, I'm exhausted. How do the elves live in perpetual darkness this time of year? I look around and remember what Ellie advised me, to always have a guide, but I just want to get back to my room. My hotel is just a couple of blocks away. I'll be fine. Hey, asshole. Suddenly, I'm stopped in my tracks. Something's holding me back. I look down. Peter's grabbed me by the pant leg. Where do you think you're going? To my hotel. Not before I smash her. I look down at Peter's bald fist, is cocked back, and aimed straight at my... Peter! F*** off, you bully! Hope? Faith? You leave Richie alone. Ellie left us in charge of him. If you don't get the f*** out of here right now, I'm calling Mama Jean. No, don't. You know she'll stick her foot so far up your f***ing ass. Bye. 
Peter rushes off and hope and faith approach, their hands open, palms extended. Is there an elf TM on the way? After getting back to my room, a little bruised, I thumb through the Yule log as I get ready to sleep. I notice I have a message on the little box on the nightstand. I punch the button and suddenly Morse code spits out a little tiny speaker. Wait. I stop it. Ever since my time here last year, I've been studying Morse code. This could be an important message. It could be Santa's whereabouts. It could be something from Pee-Pee or Karen, even Todd. I grab my notepad and translate it. Hey, Richie, it's Myra. Hope you're coming home soon. I miss you. I miss Taco Tuesday, too. But I'll wait for you. Look at that. She misses me. Almost as much as her tacos. I gotta get home by Tuesday. I shut the Yule log and flip off the light. I'm not sure if the intel I got while here will actually help me find Santa, but I don't think it'll hurt. And... To be honest, I'm looking forward to warmer temperatures. I pull the covers up close and close my eyes, and for a moment, I'm at the most peace I've been the whole time I've been here. Uh Uh-huh. I'm coming. Who is it? I open the door and see a familiar face. What are you doing here? I'm going to find Santa. (sighs) Really? Santa Maybe a Criminal was conceived on Battery Creek at a cast party for a movie I co-wrote by Jason Usry, Rebecca Sebastian, Shiloh Katniss, Scott Musgrove, Michelle Kaz, and a few rogue elves. To become a rogue elf, head over to Patreon where you can be naughty, nice, a V-I-E, that's very important elf, or even the mayor of the no-po. That's patreon.com slash Santa Maybe. Santa Maybe a Criminal is part of the Glassbox Media family, the premier podcast platform for both creators and brands. Santa Maybe a Criminal is written by Jason Ussery, hosted by Richie Buck, podcast production and editing by Richard Buck, social media designed and delivered by Ricardo Buck, website management by Ricky Buck III, all other duties as assigned to Richard Buck. Santa Slay Sound Design by Captain Fat Hands. Music and sound effects licensed by paying through the ears to multiple royalty-free audio providers, not the least of which are Epidemic Sound, Soundstripe, and Motion Array. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to give us a five-star rating and write a review to get on the permanent nice list, or you can roll the dice. You've been warned. Going to leave you with a public service announcement from a great organization in the true crime space. Thanks so much for listening, and remember always, always, always be nice. This week's PSA is something a little different. Have you ever heard the name Timogen Kensu? If not, or even if you have, visit SantaMaybe.com and click on the Operation Home for Christmas tab. Timogen has spent the last 35 plus years in prison for a crime he didn't commit. He and his wife Paula are friends of Santa Maybe a Criminal, and we're desperately hoping to have Timogen home by Christmas. At the Operation Home for Christmas link, you can read up on his case. There are links to podcasts that have covered his case and ways to get in touch with Paula. 
Let's get Timogen home this Christmas. Thanks. Thanks.